0: Aloha, Keilani.
1: Aloha, sunshine. And aloha, listeners.
0: Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in In your your
1: head. head.
0: We are... Keilani and I are apart. We are not together in the lounge. We
1: aren't. I know. He is in the lounge. Yes. I am in my garage.
0: (laughs) But... We figured out how we can record the podcast via Zoom.
1: Yay!
0: And we figured out how we could both enjoy the same cocktail today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So in and the lounge it we is always
1: fabulous.
0: Well, thank you we always do like to start with our cocktail and yes. I, I've I've got mine here, clinky
1: clinky. Ooh, you put a big cube.
0: Cheers, I did.
1: Cheers. Ooh, so can I read the recipe this time? Can I tell You can.
0: Me? So Keilani said why don't we make something with ingredients that I have? Because she was like, if I have it, you're going to have it, which she was right. So <laughs> she sent me pictures and then typed in a text like what she had. And then I, you know, just started working on that in my head. So what is in our cocktail, Kaylani?
1: Okay. So this week's delightfully tasty cocktail is three ounces of pineapple, one ounce of lime juice, fresh squeezed of course. And of course the pineapple is fresh pineapple juice, of course. Um, a half an ounce of the Navy style rum that we got from Lost Spirits.
0: If you yeah. can't find that, by the way, just find um, the the highest proof dark rum you can, I would yeah, say.
1: It, that shit, that shit's hardcore.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then one and a half ounces of J. Ray five ounces of orange liqueur and I happen to have Cowwise's orange liqueur that is beach and seven uh, three, sorry three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup or two teaspoons of sugar which I just realized I forgot to put in. <laughs> it's still delicious.
0: <laughs> oh, and you still like it? So um, I, I I used uh, about the amount of sugar that I recommended. I, I think uh-huh. just a little a little under a half ounce, because I didn't. Oh uh... my gosh, I
1: feel like when we, we take a quick break, I'm gonna go put a little bit in here, because I, I, I only have cinnamon simple syrup right now. Yeah. So I'll just put a little bit of sugar in it and stir it and stir it and see how that goes.
0: But you, well, you should, you know, just to see yeah, what it's like compare, both ways. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, so um, I'm I'm thinking that your the orange liqueur that you use probably has some sweetness to it mm-hmm. and that I helped do. balance the lime juice. Um, yeah. What are you thinking Plus, of the combination? Plus,
1: I do love lime, and I do love the sour the, So the
0: there you go. What are you thinking about the t- the combination of the two rums?
1: You know what? I was a little bit nervous when you when you used the. Um, the Navy style because it is so strong for me who I kind of, you know, I, I prefer a little more mild cocktail. And, uh, and so when I put it in there, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. And now mind you, I doubled this recipe because the dark passenger is in there. Absolutely enjoying it very much, but he and our uh, youngest son are in there playing some new video game that they just got. So,
0: Oh well, you know priorities.
1: Surprise! surprise. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, and so uh, this recipe, like a lot of them that I just throw together, you know, the ladies will say, "Well, I have this, or I want something with this." And you know, mm-hmm. when you when you make a couple hundred cocktails, you just kind of you get a, you get yeah. okay at whipping up stuff together. But I I always tell people that pineapple and lime um, work magnificently together. And you, the, the secret I would say is the pineapple needs to be at least double the amount of lime that you use. Uh, okay. in the, so whatever proportions you're doing, the pineapple should be double the lime. Otherwise-
1: I like that tip.
0: Otherwise the lime covers up the pineapple and you just get that zesty citrus quality and you no longer get the pineapple. But if the pineapple is double the lime or more, um, you're still gonna taste the pineapple plus the lime.
1: Yeah, it's delicious. This is really, and I, I really like the um, the thing about the Navy style rum is that it really does add like some depth to the flavor of it. You know, you really get that depth in there. And, and it is strong, but it's not like, you know, I'm able to walk around.
0: Well, so when I, you know, when I first started getting into these, these crazy tiki drinks, uh, you know, we'll say 15 years ago, um, i i would question sometimes why they would put two three four and even five rums in the same drink sometimes yeah and i have absolutely become a big believer that two and three rums in the same polynesian style drink is almost a must right Mm. um but the ones that go four or five you know i still think that's like a little crazy but finding ways to mix the rums in a drink is fun and like think of it as um, you know, so there's there's a lot of different kinds of salt. For example, you you have table salt, you have kosher salt, but then you also have like smoked salts and um, and, and salt. Himalayan sea salts. Yeah. yeah, and and some of them actually do impart different flavors. And so the same thing with the rums is you you kind of say like, well, I like. This, but that's a strong flavor, so I'll add less. And then I, but I really like this, and that's kind of the primary aroma and flavor. That anyway, blah blah blah. So, music-wise, this episode, uh, we, I have not yet figured out if there's a way for us to both hear music on Zoom, and also um. and also record. So, uh, I will be. I'm gonna. I might probably layer in music after okay. we're done recording, like I used to do back like I want to say nine, 10 years ago on the podcast was I would, uh, we would listen without music and then I would layer it in afterwards. Uh, and people did like that, but I I was not always great at balancing the audio level of the music and then the audio level of us talking. And so sometimes people would be like, I had to struggle to hear you. So I, I won't make that mistake. I promise.
1: Well, you live and learn, don't you?
0: Well, you sure do. Um, All right, so uh, we're here in the Dimly Lit Lounge. We hope that you're in your dimly lit whatever it might be.
1: Garage.
0: Yeah, I know, so we can see each other. So she is is in the garage next to some uh, weightlifting equipment. Um, Okay, so uh, we'll do a little editing here, Kaylani, I'm gonna go grab the sack and we'll be
1: ready. Ooh, nice. You, you you have blue sack again. <laughs> I can't even hear it though.
0: You couldn't hear it.
1: I couldn't hear it at all. Maybe it's because I was talking.
0: Oh, maybe. Scrunch yes. it again. Well, see, scrunch
1: the- that sack again. Oh, oh, it's very fine. We <laughs> have a really fine sack today. Yes,
0: uh, we have uh, we have a pair of emails here plus some iTunes reviews. Uh, so this first one comes from Andrew P. from Los Angeles.
1: Ooh.
0: Andrew says, hi, sunshine and ladies. Like you, I I I enjoy sparkling water in all of the citrus flavors. Do you recommend any drink recipes using sparkling water? Can I just add it to any drink that I think is a little too strong? Always a pleasure to hear you all. Be safe, Andrew.
1: Oh, I think Starshine would have a lot to say about that one, but I'm not the big sparkling water fan.
0: And and I am, and so yeah,
1: you are too. So um, I think you and you and Starshine would be good with this one.
0: So, you know, when you add like a seltzer or sparkling water to a cocktail, you you generally call it um, a fizz. Or there's you know a a couple of other styles of drink. and uh, sometimes they are added for flavor, like if they are a, a lime or a lemon or a grapefruit or um, heaven forbid something random like cranberry coconut or something ridiculous, you know. Um, but uh, they're usually added for the effervescence. That's what you're, you want to get the bubbles into the drink um, because the bubbles, um, like like adding just some plain seltzer water to... Um, lime and pineapple for example it it just brings out these qualities of the pineapple and the lime that you don't get by itself Mm. so there's reasons to do it so if so so to answer andrew's question could i just add it to any strong like a drink that i think is on the strong side, and then, you know, it doesn't dilute the flavor too much. Yeah, you could, I, but, but I would I would play that. with it.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, really, if you like seltzer water, then hey, go for it. I actually enjoy some of the spritzers and stuff, and, well, I should say, you know, like the, the fizzy drinks, I do enjoy some of them, as long as it's not a champagne-based one. Give me a headache, but.
0: Yeah, so but I do, I do it, it. Sorry? I do it to just, um you know, make the drink last a little, so last a little longer. So basically, when I do so, like I go to I go to Palm Springs a couple times a year, and um, sometimes I go with with the guys, and we make pitcherfuls of cocktails, and we just keep oh pouring them by the pool, and we're in the sun all day. Um, and so I will pour in over ice the cocktail, plus I'll pour in half a can of seltzer water, and I'm diluting it on purpose. But I won't put in a plain one. I'll add like a lime, citrus, or a seltzer water or a lemon or something like that, because it goes really nice with the Polynesian-style drink. So, Andrew, yes, you absolutely can do it, uh, but um, I don't think that there's a ton of cocktails that call for it for a reason. Like, people, you know, you I don't know. I don't have a huge... I don't have a strong opinion, per se, but...
1: I think that if it's something you enjoy, then, it you know, it, I don't think it's going to... Certainly not going to hurt, and I would just say, hey, if you enjoy them, then play with it, and you know you can. But I wouldn't take a drink that I liked and add that to it. Like that would be like for me, I wouldn't be like, oh, let me take a drink that I enjoy. Maybe it's a little strong. I would actually, you know, but you could because you guys enjoy that. I didn't really ever thought. Yeah, about
0: but it. I don't typically do it. Like I, I don't yeah. ever I don't ever think, oh, I'm going to do that.
1: Uh, and I also but I'll say, like the, just,
0: just drink it on its own between cocktails as a way to stay hydrated.
1: And I think also some of the seltzers, they have such, part of my issue is that they have like a really, if you get a high quality one, it'd probably be a lot better. But the ones that have like the real fake flavors, like the very artificial tasting flavors, yeah. would ruin a
0: drink. Well, no, that's why I say stick with the citrus ones. Like pretty much any brand, even the store brands, when it comes to lime, lemon, grapefruit, et cetera, they pretty much nail it. Mm -hmm. But um, you get some of those weird ones. Yeah, it's, I don't know what they put in it, but it doesn't taste right. Okay, next email. Uh, This one's from Devin. Devin says, Hello,
1: Thanks,
0: Devin. Hello to all of you in the lounge. Thank you for the show. I listen as soon as you do a new show and I hope you can make many more now that sunshine is off work. Or can I say <laughs> furlough? Is that okay? I was yeah. thinking about buy- I was thinking about buying a new bar tool, maybe a few. What do you think is an essential tool for someone that usually just makes a drink in the glass without anything considered a tool besides a spoon? Don't worry about the price. I can spend my stimulus money on whatever I want. I'm single. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I would say a shaker. If so, you're spraying it in the glass, get, that would be the first thing I would say is buy a shaker.
0: Well, and I, and I, so I absolutely agree with that. But back to Devin's first question, which was, can you say furlough? Yes, you can. Because yeah. as of, as of it's yesterday, as of yesterday, I'm officially furloughed until further notice. Uh, from work and I applied for unemployment last night which by the way is a gut-wrenching experience Um, it it takes um I would say it takes 45 minutes to an hour filling out the online form it's it's many pages long and it requires you to pull up a like an entire year and a half worth of pay stubs and kind of do some uh off the envelope math and so uh it's it's no fun so after i filled it out i was so frustrated i i was zooming with some guys last night because we were playing a game and i said seriously working 50 to 60 hours a week is easier than applying for an <laughs> but anyway so i'm furloughed so yeah we you can say that um so so the shaker is definitely the, yeah. the tool you should have now Devin, here's here's the thing if you're if you're somebody who is good with and I don't know if Devin is a man or a lady um, but oh. if you are if you are somebody who is good with your hands your your dexterity is good um, oh my. you might want to try the Boston shaker and that's the one where you um, put the glass into the metal half and uh, tap it in to lock it. You do your shaking. And then when you're done, you give it a little tap on your bar service, on your bar surface, or you uh, tap it uh, pretty tough on the side to break the seal and then pour and strain out. Some people find the Boston shaker, it's a little complicated for them and they feel like they never get good at it. I, I, I am
1: just I have both kinds, yeah. and I just find that the Boston shaker to me is just like nerve-wracking because I'm afraid I'm gonna I'm gonna do something the seal's not gonna be there, and I'm just gonna throw that glass across the room. So.
0: <laughs> well, so I'll tell you, as far as leaks go, between a Boston shaker and then a standard shaker with the lid and cap. Um, they both leak about the same amount. Like, they they can both leak. So uh,
1: It's not the leaking, though. I'm afraid I'm going to, like, drop the glass and, and just shatter oh, it, and then there goes my drink.
0: Right. So so that is another reason why some people don't like the Boston shakers. They're just afraid that half of it is typically yeah. glass. Um, yeah. But you can get a standard shaker. So whichever one you feel comfortable with. The next thing, I think you I would absolutely... would say
1: beginner, standard shaker. Beginner, yes. standard shaker.
0: yes. Um, the next thing you should have is you should have a mixing glass. Mm. Uh, and these are a mixing glass is great for spirit forward cocktails. So martinis, Manhattans, old fashions, um, sidecars, uh, all, all those uh, Negroni's, uh, Sazerac's, um, so if you like spirit forward cocktails, then get a mixing glass and they are not expensive. And there's really nice ones that are not expensive that look like nice cut crystal. And usually, as a kit, they come with the metal strainer that snaps on top. Um, and sometimes they'll even come with the bar spoon that you use to stir the ice and the liquid inside. So I would say shaker and then uh, mixing glass. And because shaker is more for tiki drinks, mixing glass is more for uh, up drinks and spirit forward drinks. Now, if you can get a, a little. Right, go ahead. No, you go ahead, Kaylani.
1: I was going to say that little it depends on what you what kind of cocktails you like, right? So the yep. little strainer thing that little the little with the the, the, the silk, metal, you know? yes, it has yeah, it metal. has the built-in
0: like uh strainer whisk type thing. Yeah. yeah, the
1: whisk looking thing. So I would say that, but I would for me, what I would invest in that I love is one of it's like a more expensive Um, juicer. It's the one that you hold in your hand and it's made um, like not just the metal ones, but I love the hand juicer that you cut it in half. You put it, there's also the twisty one, but if you don't have a juicer, definitely get a juicer. So, and what we mean is not like a, you know, like a health food juicer, but we mean like one of those that you cut, you cut your citrus in half and you either it has like a little um, the little thing on the top that you can that you in. yeah it's the, got it's got a into. rounded half scoop yeah.
0: and yeah, you put you put the citrus in there um, cut side down, down. and yeah. then and then you uh, clamp it shut and it squeezes the juice right into your mixing glass your shaker whatever and I'll I'll tell oh, you this that
1: one or the other one that you have to twist what's that what that kind of juicer called I can't remember but it's a juicer something. that's a reamer. A reamer, okay. Yeah. So I would say either one of those, you know, if you. But I prefer the the hand one just because uh, if you buy a good one, they have. So you li- know what? Don't Here's... buy the cheap metal like like alcohol store the liquor store ones. They they suck.
0: No, you know what? Even at Target, they have those um, hand juicers, um, the clamp style one, and they come in green, orange, and yellow for like, <laughs> are you okay, hun? Sorry,
1: I just choked on my drink. <laughs> uh,
0: and they come in with different colors to indicate which, which yes. citrus you might uh, put in them, but I'll just tell you this. Get the yellow one, the one that's big enough for lemons because you can put your limes in that too and it's fine or you could even get the one for oranges which will handle all of your major citrus except grapefruits really um so now the reamer usually comes with a bucket under it and that's good i need that because i'm i'm usually making drinks for two to six people at a time and so you need to just be able to hold the juice as you go whereas if you're just making one or two cocktails at a time the the hand clamp i i wish i there's probably a name for it and i can't believe i don't know but that would be yeah fun.
1: i think it's a hand juicer let me look here it's um yeah they i think they're just it's called um a manual squeezer or a manual juicer yeah candy juicer but you know i i like your point if you're making if you're having a party you might i mean if you if you entertain a lot you might want both because you don't want to get the the big one out just for your own cocktails. If, you know, it's a little more to wash. I'll just say it that way. If you care about that, it is. But um, but if you if you mostly are just you're single and you're mostly just making them for yourself at home, then the hand squeezer should be fine with you.
0: The <laughs> last tool I'm going to tell you you should get um, is a if you if you don't have a refrigerator that does crushed ice, um, mm. you should get a consider a hand crank ice yes. crusher because uh, for Polynesian-style drinks, you really yes. need fresh ice.
1: Yes, 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 I concur.
0: So there you go. Oh, so this, wait, yeah, no, we ahead. forgot
1: about the most important thing
0: what the alcohol
1: you need some zentiki lounge rocks glasses oh
0: that's right <laughs> <laughs> so you should go to zentikilounge.com click on the store link and uh, and get some of our glasses because you can yeah. get a you know a 2 4 pack what have you and it's perfect they they're stackable nesting uh, rocks glasses and uh, they've got our logo on them so what could be better and
1: i would say just for a little bit more money um, reusable straws cuz mm-hmm. i enjoy you know, especially if I'm, you know, certain drinks I enjoy to use with a straw, especially a lot of ice. I have sensitive teeth, so I enjoy drinking through a straw versus getting the ice on my teeth.
0: Yes, that is a common thing. Straws are good yeah. for the sensitive teeth and for saving the lipstick. Yes, that is true. Um, so send your comments to mail at com so that we can read them and discuss them right here on the show. Now, how about some of those uh, iTunes? Um...
1: Ooh, yes. Review.
0: Yeah. Let me let me find the And after the
1: reviews we're gonna stop because I, and we're gonna pause for a sec because I'm gonna go and put the sugar in here and see how it tastes.
0: Oh okay. Um, why is this okay here we go. So the first one comes from Beck and hey, Beck Beck says in this time of quarantine and it's a five star by the way. In this time of quarantine, I've turned my bathroom into a personal spa, and oh, this podcast awesome. provides the perfect ambiance. Thank you oh, so much. Oh
1: yay!
0: Well, that's Beck, so
1: cool.
0: I'm so glad that you're listening to us while you're all wet yeah. in your bathtub,
1: naked and wet.
0: Yes, in your personal spa,
1: hot and steamy. What a
0: nice compliment. This one comes yeah. from Kahuna Virus. <laughs> <laughs> Love the show, but let's get an auxiliary show once in a while, where everyone gets a lot drunker uh, and and tackles some of the life's weightier topics and concepts. Existential escapism is in vogue in 2020. Stay safe, stay sane. Uh, that's from Kahuna Virus. So um, now,
1: well, you know, there, I'm good for that, right?
0: <laughs> yeah there there used to be there used to be episodes where I would purposely make pumpkin have two good drinks and by halfway through the show um she was ridiculous <laughs> um so since we're all at home one has to get her to, to
1: have two good drinks though anymore
0: i know because she always has to drive yes. so since we're gonna be doing zoom shows i don't see no one has to drive i don't see why mm. we couldn't do that because it's safe right yeah so um I, I, and i'll just share uh kahuna virus um I always have two or three during the show, but the girls usually don't because they have to drive. So Kehlani, um, game on, it's up to you.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, you know, so everyone, yeah, the dark passenger has been enjoying coming now for a couple of years, I would say, wouldn't you? And so everyone, yeah. so sometimes I get to enjoy my, the libations a little bit more than the others because That's true. I have the dark passenger with me, but, um, but yeah, we now are this- all home.
0: This next one is from Arcadia something. I See, that's where maybe the cocktail is working, because I'm, I'm yeah, like- Yeah, maybe. I'm not making sense of that uh, handle. <laughs> so this one, it's a long one, but it's worth it. It's five stars as well. I love, I love the Zen Tiki Lounging yeah. Cat recommended enough. First and foremost, this is a group of friends who come together to enjoy each other in a Tiki Cocktail Exotica context. They are smart, lovely, good people, we have a great time together and share it with us. I have a lot of fun listening to them and am instantly transported to a dimmolent tiki bar in my mind, which is so much fun. I noted they are smart. Part of what keeps me coming back is what I learn about many subjects while listening to them. So while it is a lot of fun to hang out with them, you get invaluable perspective. Invaluable is a big word. I, I don't know if I would give us that word, but I appreciate that. Um, on various aspects of culture, I also noted they are lovely. If you enjoy tiki, you probably enjoy the Ohana spirit. I hope so, right? That's why yes. we don't. That's why we don't talk about politics, and we try to stay away from subjects that get people riled up in the wrong way.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: this spirit flows amply from these very fine people. They are gracious and generous with the spirit. Whether you are simply a listener or have ple- have the pleasure of meeting them in person or even getting to enjoy one of their room parties, which are amazing, Yay. mahalo. That was very nice.
1: That was such, thank you, thank you, thank you. How sweet and what a, that, that was a lot of time
0: that you know well you know that individual might have as much time as i do now right
1: right that's true which what we still appreciate you using that time writing us such a wonderful review
0: yes and i would say uh you know the rest of you go on itunes leave us a five-star review and then say whatever you want yep we love it all um (laughs) all right so kaylani um yes I, I'm, we're going to do a quick pause here.
1: Okay, quick pause. Uh-huh. Come back with some sugar in my sauce.
0: I'm going to freshen my cocktail so that somebody gets their wish and I get a little more saucy for Ooh. the um, for the discussion notes that I have for this week's episode. I'll
1: do a little. Well, I'm going to add the sugar first so I know what it's like, and then I'll just do a little bit
0: And then you'll just okay you'll do a little extra okay so um yeah so i uh we'll both we'll both be right back back. with so much more yes all right so uh i i you know i I jotted down a couple of things that i definitely wanted to talk about today and what you know one of our itunes reviews was about learning things and i just happened to have this on the list so Ooh. I think it's perfect. And so I, I want to tell people more about limes, the, oh. the the very handy and necessary lime.
1: Yes. And lovely. Let's add lovely because limes are lovely. They
0: are lovely. So uh, yes. now I'm reading a lot of this from uh, Wikipedia, so um, I'm not plagiarizing. <laughs> I'm reading. Uh, mm. So
1: you're citing your sources
0: yes uh so there's several species of citrus trees whose fruit are called limes including the key lime persian lime kaffir lime and desert lime those are the major uh like parent groups of the lime family limes are a rich source of vitamin c are sour and are often used to accent the flavors of food and beverages they are grown year-round Plants with fruit called limes have diverse genetic origins. Limes do not form a monophyletic group. So, um,
1: Really, they don't?
0: They do not. Uh, So I think some of the most interesting things about limes is there are quite a few varieties that are actually, the, the name is lime, but they're not a lime. So the ring per lime, which is that one is not a lime it's actually a mandarin lime lemon mandarin or it's, okay. like, a, it's like a mandarin orange and citron hybrid but um, it
1: just seems to me that it has to be in the same phylumic group
0: well so genetically it's just not a lime and then there's the, Sp- oh, okay. the spanish lime which is not even a citrus uh the sweet- oh, we're
1: talking about like kingdom phylum order class right
0: well, yeah, depending on which way you go, you know, some things are a lime and <laughs> like, some things are not. But-
1: And, and order, okay. Go I think ahead,
0: three, three interesting facts about the lime, you know, so the cultivated lime anyway. Uh, do you want to take a guess which country grows the most of them? Mexico. That's number two.
1: Oh. Um, Venezuela.
0: Uh-uh. They're not even on the list.
1: Not even on the list, okay. No. Oh, no, no, where is it? I've seen, I've seen, um, I've seen a lot. Does Chile grow
0: some? Uh, they might, out? but India is number India. one. India,
1: wow, okay. Yeah, so
0: India grows oh, about point cool. 3. 3. one million tons of limes you a year. just
1: the Mexican one since we're close to there. But, yes, oh, so pretty,
0: Mexico, weird. Mexico is number two, China number three, then Argentina, Brazil, Turkey, so on and so on. Um,
1: <laughs> that's
0: so they were originally uh, really handy in preventing scurvy. So British sailors and other sailors going on long distances would um, use them to just uh, suck on or squeeze on their otherwise flavorless, boring foods. Hence,
1: tiki drinks having lime.
0: <laughs> in in ways, yes, because you would take your ration of rum and you would mix it with water. The you lime. might you might add lime. Yep. Yep. Well, I
1: think you would add. I think you would. It's, in my opinion, you would add the lime to the alcohol to make it last longer.
0: Um, well, to make it actually more palatable as well, because yeah, it was, it was bad. So British sailors, were, British sailors were called limies because of their use of limes. For oh. example, um, now did you know that there is a such thing as lime toxicity?
1: No, I did not. Sometime.
0: So I, I did know about this, but it's not something I've really thought about in a long time. It's never happened to me personally, but I do know um, friends who bartend where this has happened to them. So oh. con- contact with lime peel or lime juice followed by exposure to ultraviolet light. get sun- disease. Or sunlight <laughs> um, can cause phytophomodermatitis. dermatitis. Which is sometimes called uh, margarita um, photodermatitis, or oh, lime, okay. or lime disease, but not that Lyme disease. <laughs> bartenders handling That's not limes. Why? <laughs> bartenders handling limes and other citrus fruits while preparing cocktails may develop phytophotodermatitis. Uh, And so it's good to uh, prepare cocktails uh, in the shade, for example, or in a covered environment, or to wash your hands well before going out in the sun after you've been handling So it
1: just makes you more sensitive to the light for for the summer? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, so just just like you can take um, uh, citrus juice and put it on your hair and then go in the sun and it lightens it, it's it's causing a chemical reaction. It's an acid and right. uh, and it, it's, it's activated by ultraviolet light. So um, yeah, you, you get a burn. It, it makes your skin really red and soft and tender. It's not good.
1: Well, I can imagine if you're squeezing a lot of the citrus with all that acid, I don't even care if it's a lime or whatever. But limes or lemons, I would imagine, would be worse than tangerines or oranges, you know?
0: Yes. Because the, the more sour something is, that yes. means the more um, citric acid, acid. So then, yes, the more active ingredient it has. Um, yeah. So now, people have asked me before. They know that I have citrus trees. And then they've said, like, if I plant a lime tree, what? variety should I plant now that's not an easy answer. I
1: have a lime tree and it I picked the I thought I bought the right kind I swear it was mislabeled I I thought I was buying um oh I can't remember the name of it now but it has these limes in it and those those might be good for the corona beer drinkers but those are not good for tiki drinks Well, i mean, a tiny little circle with my hand.
0: (laughs) So I grow, um, I grow Mexican limes. And, um, if you go to the, uh, you know, the garden, the garden place there, you're going to see a tag on a tree and it'll say Mexican lime, or it might also call it bartenders lime. Yeah. The, well the, I
1: went and bought mine at Costco, which was a mistake to start with.
0: <laughs> maybe. So the, because the reason they had two
1: they had two varieties of lime and two varieties of lemons there the year that I bought it. And I even though it had the I can't remember the name of the lime, but I had read I read on there, but it was they their key lines that I have another little ones. I have these ones.
0: Yeah, well, key limes are small and they have a lot of seeds yes. and they're kind of a pain yep. in the ass. Yeah. And
1: that's what I have. So... And so I'm, I think I'm going to take it out. I hate to kill a tree, but...
0: Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you... Uh, after the podcast, I'll tell you about the, yeah. the key lime. Um, okay. But the Mexican lime or bartender's lime, um, the reason people like it for cocktails is it's thornless um, and it has generally no seeds at all. So... That means that it's it's really easy to juice. You don't have seeds popping into your drinks, um, and they and they're
1: more juicy. Like they get, yes. they get more juice.
0: They provide a good amount of juice. Also, when you let them stay on the tree, like if you don't use them all in a timely manner, they'll start uh-huh. to turn. They'll start to turn yellow, but they'll stay fresh, and the juice is still good. Ooh. So they yeah. hold. They hold on the tree. Not as not as well as lemons do. Lemons will hold like till the next season, but limes will start to fall off once the weather gets cooler. Aren't you, but
1: Are you going to get rid of your lime tree?
0: No, 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 no! It's my orange tree that I wasn't. Oh, the
1: orange with. tree. That's the one yeah. you were going to give to me, right? But
0: I but I saved it. Yay! Yes. So uh, yeah. So look for now. I say look for a Mexican lime, or they'll call it bartender's lime because. They're called that for a reason. And uh, think about um, planting a dwarf variety in a very large planter if you have a patio or something, but not a yard, because that's what I have. And yeah. I, I have got a tree, a, a dwarf tree full of oranges, a dwarf tree full of li- uh, lemons out there, and uh, and my limes are on the way.
1: And boys and girls, let me tell you about Sunshine's Patio. Seriously, you guys, you don't need a large space. And I didn't really believe that until Sunshine started growing his trees. He has three beautiful trees out there. Three, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're in large planters, and they produce a lot. The dwarf varieties? And I, I just I was so impressed because I thought, oh, he's wasting his money on t- trees in this little tiny spot. I' never thought that they would produce like they do or even at all. but I was completely wrong, Tells you what I know, but um, but if you have a small patio, as long as you get some sun, yeah,
0: you, gotta, you need you know,
1: you can't be, can't be too shaded.
0: <laughs> you really need to get a minimum of six to eight hours of sun, like straight on sun um, to get oranges because oranges are the bigger of the three for limes and lemons, limes and lemons,
1: unless uh, unless it's like a, a sun, an afternoon sun facing balcony.
0: Yeah. Limes and lemons will do okay with, you know, a little less than six hours a day of sun because they're producing smaller fruit. But if you don't have um, really, if you don't have eight hours a day of sun during the all of spring and summer and into fall, you're going to get very small oranges, and you can't you can't even do grapefruits or anything like. Just don't even plant them; it won't work. Well, um, that's
1: why you can't plant them, too, right? I yeah. Mean, so
0: I can't. do not have a grapefruit tree because I cannot. I just don't have enough direct sun. There is. We
1: count on star months, shine for those.
0: Four months of the entire year, where I am down to just two hours of sunlight um, a day, which which is enough to keep the trees alive through the winter, but, but it, they
1: don't have a winter crop, right?
0: No, nope, no. Nope,
1: yeah, yeah, and my citrus has winter crops because they get full sun all day.
0: Yeah, so there you go. So there's something you do learn on this
1: podcast. Ooh, the more you know.
0: Um, The next thing uh, I wanted to mention is that, so I just posted uh, on the social medias today. um, I've I've been doing the cocktail how-to videos and I posted four different drinks and asked folks, what do you want me to do? Which video do you want me to do next? And the drinks that I posted were the puka shell um
1: extra. I think I remember the Puka shell.
0: Puka, the, so the Puka shell, the thing about that one okay. is that one requires you to have uh okulehau. Uh I say it poorly, but it's a Hawaiian liqueur made from the tea plant.
1: Mm.
0: And uh you you have to have that and it's not it's not easy, it's not easy. Especially
1: um, during a quarantine.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. A,
1: world, a worldwide quarantine.
0: Uh, extra Swanky is one that that's Ooh. now Swanky is a cocktail that I picked up um, on one of the islands the husband and I went to when we went on one of our many cruises. And it's essentially a brown sugar lemonade with rum. And it's really, it's really simple. I
1: didn't get to try that one. You may not
0: have, but it's easy. Yeah,
1: I would love to.
0: And then there's the Shattered Pony, which we did for a room party years ago. And that is the only scotch tiki drink I've ever made. Oh,
1: God. I mean, it's far, it's the only way you could get me to drink scotch, but oh.
0: And people really liked it because they they were like, wow, I don't normally drink scotch, but this is nice.
1: And I, w- I would drink some of it, but it's the only way you could ever get me to drink scotch because I despise it, you know.
0: And then the fourth drink... Um, but the
1: husband... I'm sorry. The Dark Passenger yeah. was a gigantic fan of that cocktail. Oh, was he? Oh, my gosh. You know he loves his scotch.
0: Yes. And oh, and then the fourth drink uh, for up for voting right now is um, uh, Demerara Tamarindo. which is a tamarind and demerara rum drink, as the title tells you it is. So anyway, so right now it's tied between Extra Swanky and the Puka Shell.
1: I want want to a reminder really quickly because I remember the name of the Puka Shell and I think I remember absolutely enjoying it but i can't remember what else what are the other oh it's just
0: it's just three ingredients it's so stupid easy it's uh it's the the tea plant liqueur or oko uh with grapefruit and cinnamon syrup that's it
1: oh my gosh
0: and it's delicious i just
1: remember like oh
0: yeah uh, so we'll see, we'll see which one of those wins and then which one becomes the next, uh, how-to video. Well, I'm
1: sorry, what was in second place? I was just obsessed with the puka shell.
0: Extra, extra swanky. That's the, oh, uh, brown okay. sugar lemonade. That's the,
1: the, yeah, Oh yes. Let's, let's swank it up. Mm. <laughs> and whichever one wins, send me, send me the recipe. I, well, no, it's on our, it's, our, uh, it's on our, uh, our, uh, website or no
0: yes you can look for all of those in the search you know i think i'm the only
1: one on our podcast that actually does that right
0: (laughs) correct you are the only one that actually goes to the website yes
1: (laughs) and i do listen to it too not every episode but i do listen i tend to not really listen to episodes i'm on
0: (laughs) i well i appreciate that you do listen uh so the the next thing to chat about is um Tiki time to go. So, previously mentioned on the show, when oh. the when the quarantine was beginning, we talked about how uh, there are tiki bars and restaurants that yes. are they're still in business because they're offering to go, to go food, which means they can. In most states, most states are now allowing it. I'll also let you take cocktails to go as long as they're sealed. Yes. And I wanted to do a shout-out. Support
1: shout out. them! Support them!
0: Well, yeah, exactly. So that's what this that's what this little part is about. So I wanted to I wanted to give a shout-out to Hula's Modern Tiki. And they have several locations in the Phoenix area. And so I have I have friends, uh, Matt and Ronnie, aloha. Uh,
1: Aloha. They,
0: they mentioned that they have gotten to go from them, um, I think a few times, and they really enjoy it. At, which is really cool that they're helping keep the business going by yes. doing their to-go orders. And they call it Tiki Time To Go. Uh, it says we're open for takeout. And they're offering just about their entire menu to go, wow. along with the cocktails. Yep. Holy cow! So if you're in the Phoenix or Scottsdale area, uh, you probably know about Hula's, but they're doing to-go drinks now. Here's the, but here's the thing: if you live near a place that has a tiki bar that also serves food, chances are they're doing to-go right now. Yes. And here's here's I'll, I'll just share this: um, tiki bars they're usually an, you know, an individual proprietor. And so it's somebody's livelihood. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. They, they don't have a chain to rely on or a parent right. company. So if yes. they don't make it through quarantine, they don't make it.
1: Yeah, and, and not only that, the, they are like small businesses are a huge part of keeping other people employed. They're huge employers. And so it's not just them, it's, it's actually keeping people being able to feed their families. I mean, that, that, it's literally like the difference between keeping a, a, an establishment that you enjoy when it's not quarantine time open and having it there when the quarantine's over and not as well as letting people continue to work.
0: Yes, I think you said that very well. And, and here's the example I'll give. Uh, everyone knows I love the Del Taco. I Me had it too. <laughs> I had it delivered last night while I was um having cocktails and playing games online. But but here's the thing, you know, they're they're a corporation. Yes. And they don't I think need I think customer. worst case worst case scenario for Del Taco is they might have to close some locations. But they still go on, right? Yes. Worst case scenario for your independent Tiki Bar is they're just gone. So yeah. I would challenge you and everybody if you knows. are if you are somebody who has the income to still mm-hmm. dine out that you say you know what okay maybe I I'm not going to do Del Taco or McDonald's or Chick Fil A I hate that horrible place <laughs> um, or In and Out or whatever it might be. Jack and um, Box. But you, yeah, sure. Jack in the box. I mean, I'll play. Like, I love all Jack in the box. Um, and I love pizza, but,
1: but still, like, find your mom and pop places. too. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> find find the place that truly won't exist anymore. Yes. And by the way, let's protect our tiki bars. So tiki yes. time to go is what I just really want to get across. Here.
1: And I have a particular i I have a particular comment on that as well. So an idea for you would be so. Most people who are still working from home, mm-hmm. um, a lot of them are doing happy hours at some point. So I a did. Suggestion, I, and did and I did three of them
0: on Friday alone.
1: <laughs> I know, <laughs> right, right?
0: Right before the furlough started.
1: <laughs> I did. We did one on Friday, and we're not people who usually happy hour, but we're like, dude, this is stressful and it sucks. <laughs> so, um, so what I would just say is think ahead. Order your dinner and your cocktail from the Tiki Bar and and go out, support them, and then come back and have the, your cocktail there already ready for your happy hour. You know, it's just, just, a, just a little idea.
0: I think that's a great idea, but I, now here's where I have to uh, make um, listeners happy, at least some of them. Um, I'm, I'm inebriated. And yeah. um, I am definitely taking what I call a drunk nap after this podcast.
1: Oh my goodness! I might have to do one too. Oh, it is. I, I have my sleep schedule is out of control right now. I'm when trying, I'm on
0: a when I'm on a uh, cruise with the husband um, and we have the all you can drink package. Every single day, I take after day drinking. I take about a ninety minute nap. Um, nice. And then and then I get up and I go to the gym or it's getting close to dinner time or I go to the casino or something like that. Um, but I really 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 love a good drunk nap. <laughs> but who does I get really? to go
1: in and put stuff in the instant pot for dinner?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean it's quick and easy, right? Yes. Uh, all right, let's see what, what else is here. Well, actually, before I keep going through my list, Kaylani, was there anything yes. that you're like, gosh, I just need to get this out?
1: You know what, I really, one of the things I was going to talk about, you you actually talked about, which was supporting local small businesses and how- Well, so
0: here's here's another yeah. example then. Um, I, um, so the husband bought, I think a, a 100 pack of, um, you know, medical masks. Oh, yeah. Before they weren't available—not the N95s, but the other, you know, the other ones.
1: Mm-hmm. By the Which, way, we have three N95s, and I didn't even know it.
0: <laughs> really? Yes. Um. So, so he, yeah. So he bought a big pack of them, and so I've had those to go out, you know, to, to the grocery store, etc. But, but, I, 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 I'm embarrassed to wear them. Really? Why? Yeah, because because everybody else is wearing fun cloth masks and and we all know that they're really only good for protecting other people right from your coughs yeah. and sneezes and stuff right and so whether i'm wearing the medical one or the one with the cool fabric i'm like i want one with a cool fabric so so i did order i ordered so get one them. with
1: cool fa- just get a thing of cool fabric No. so people. here's yeah. what
0: happened so here's what happened so this week I I have fabric and I watched videos and I got patterns and I, um, you know, I was making my own masks and both masks that I tried were a horrible travesty and um, it's just not gonna work. So I went on Etsy and oh. i found somebody who's using uh, polynesian and tiki fabrics to make masks Ooh, nice. and and i ordered a couple of masks and she messaged me right away and she said i'm making them on sunday i'll ship them on monday Ooh. And, but but, so, but just like you were saying FC. and the point of this conversation is yes. uh yeah i uh, it doesn't need to be a tiki artist that you get them from but just you know right patronize somebody who uh it might be their only job right now it might be a side gig but that doesn't matter and um and and get your masks or go get your drinks and food or whatever it is but um patronize the establishments that you want to continue uh, again versus ones that like if a couple of them closed it wouldn't really matter i mean it would matter to the people working at those individual of course of course but you know
1: i think that the thing is is that they might temporarily close. For example, one of my my boys works for Starbucks. So in our area, there's three Starbucks that are closed right now, but there are two Starbucks that are open. And uh, obviously I live in the Mecca of Starbucks. But um, so um, for example, in they're, they're closed right now, but the people that want to work are going to those... <laughs> Are you bored? I'm sorry. Am I bored? No, I'm
0: not. No, I'm not bored. I'm drunk.
1: <laughs> so, um, th- no, but the, um, the, um, the, the people in these big chains, <laughs> he's flipping me off. He's giving me the double bird. And so, he-
0: <laughs> this is the, this is the fun of recording on Zoom versus just over the phone. guys are making see.
1: faces at each other. So, um, so he, uh, anyways those locations will reopen when they have with they're a big enough chain the locations are going to reopen after this because everybody's going to go back to wanting their coffee in the morning and all that etc etc everybody's going to go back to eating fast food <laughs> and now we have Neon Flamingo for you listeners at home sunshine is being lit up by a Neon Flamingo with a purple beak
0: <laughs> okay I'm going to totally I'm totally back in totally back
1: totally I could tell (laughs) so anyways my whole point is just you know I kind of feel like we're beating a dead horse at this point but
0: okay so um I have a mystery yes well so so we get
1: to solve it
0: no I don't think we're going to be able to solve it but I'm going to tell you about it okay so I you know I solved it I cleaned out my I cleaned out my baking cabinet oh and when i did that i realized you know some t- some of my spices i had more than one of i had like i had like the open one and then i had the non open one right so like i i could say oh i just i bought another one when it was on sale and i just i have an extra right so when in, the other one's out when my um, when my cloves are done then i have another one it makes sense but what doesn't make sense is i had four cream of tartars and <laughs> And I don't even use cream of tartar. I know
1: know it, I know, I know why. Okay, wait, hold
0: on. So I don't even use cream of tartar because I don't do, I don't do meringues or the type of baking that requires it. And also, um, there wasn't even one that was open. (laughs) So what the hell? Why do I have four cream of tartars from four different stores?
1: Four different stores, so you have the store, the store brand.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, so I had a store brand, I had a McCormick's, I had one that was clearly from Trader Joe's, and I had another one that I'm pretty sure was from uh, it was the Vaughn store brand, the safe, the safely selector, whatever they call it.
1: Yeah, so I'm pretty sure the reason why you have all of those is that there are some very obscure, like fun, like especially um, uh mid-century recipes that call for it. And so I would just say that you maybe were gonna make one of these recipes and you're like, oh, fuck, I never use cream of tartar, so I'm gonna go out and get some. And so I think that's what it was. And then maybe you just didn't make
0: it. But I, yeah, okay, so I, w- what I was thinking, here's, here's the thing. I would totally make like desserts that use meringue like a baked Alaska or a lemon meringue pie or something like that except my husband is allergic to eggs and so I just don't do that in the house so mm-hmm. like I don't know what the hell else I would use stupid cream of tartar for
1: would would you have brought them from your madness um, place uh
0: no they're all they're they're no no
1: are they are they are any of them like really old?
0: no no they're all like within the last five years or so. Hmm. So I well, have two I would bottles. Say they
1: use it a lot more in the in the mid century time period. So,
0: two bottles are on my counter, and I texted my neighbors, and I was like, "Does anyone need cream of tartar? Because I I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it." Yes. What do you do? What do you do with it besides use it to um, put in uh, egg whites and stuff like that? Egg um, whites, egg whites, and creams. That's what you use it for.
1: You can use it in candies and frostings too though. Oh yeah. Yeah. It gives them like a creamier texture.
0: Hmm. Oh. Yeah.
1: So that's why I was Did thinking you know? could have been doing some baking or something.
0: Did you a- know that it's made from um it's made from the skin of grapes?
1: Ooh, no, I didn't. That's yeah. Really cool. That's yeah,
0: so I contrast. looked it up. I looked it up because I was like, "And where the hell do you get this crap from? Like, it's—is it really a cream of anything? It's not, but <laughs> they call it, and it's—it's um, it's used to, you know, help things from not losing their A product emuls-
1: of wine. And their emulsification, but yeah,
0: yeah. I but uh, so it's a total mystery—the mystery of the cream of tartar. It's a—it's also a Nancy Drew book that no one read. Um,
1: Have you made you haven't made souffles then because of the husband, right?
0: Correct. I will order them at a restaurant, but I, I've never made them at home. Yeah. So, um, so there we go. We are at the end of the show, and um, I want to thank you for joining me on our first Zoom podcast. I mean, from the listener's point of view, hopefully they just hear the audio and it's all the same, pretty much. Yes. But, um, it might it might sound a little different. I'm sure the audio is going to be a little different. Although I am going to run it through one of the classic garage band filters and try and make it sound as zen tiki lounge as possible oh, good, we'll see
1: Good.
0: but um i'm gonna i'm gonna and drink i'm gonna a-
1: listen to this one because i want to <laughs> see how it comes out
0: good and i'm gonna drink a bubbly water and take a drunk nap and then i'm gonna edit this like maybe tonight
1: yeah like after the drunk nap Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I never,
0: I never, I never edit the podcast when I'm inebriated because I just don't care. And then, like, things that I should have edited out, I don't. And I just, I'm just like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. I'm
1: going to go put shit in the Instant Pot.
0: Good. I think that's good. I did that earlier. Um, I'm going to play, I'm going to play just some random song here at the end of the podcast, some exotica that uh, (laughs) iTunes thinks is good for everybody. Uh, And, and, Go to ZentikiLounge.com and uh, go to the store page, buy some rock glasses or a t-shirt. Also, also don't forget to go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review and then say whatever you want. And until next time.
1: Mahalo. Mahalo.